Liam. Moron. Todd's gonna go get Liam. The show's over. He's gonna go get Kyle. Don't do that name. That's not a good name. Yeah, I already said that. It's not a good name. Me too. The what about Sean Carter? Ooh. I mean, I don't hate. I mean, I do like the name Sean actually. No, that's so typical. Is it? I don't know. Yeah, I feel but, like it is. No, no. But Liam Todd was... having a child named Sean Carter is probably not typical. <laughs> well, no. That, I mean, no. That, that, if he did Sean Carter, that's a little bit different. But, also, you could do Sean DePaul. You could. And you can give him little Tims. He can be like, I don't want to get my pizza. All right. I don't want to spend... Go with, just go with Kirby. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't hate Kirby. Uh, I don't hate Kirby. I mean, you could just call him, like, you know... Luigi, you love Luigi. I still, in reference I'm to gonna, Kirby, I'm pushing for Arthur Morgan. Name him Hal. Because <laughs> hmm? Hal Laboratories? Yes. I don't like the name Hal that much, but <laughs> it's not my is Hal Is Hal short for something? Like Halbert? So, or so is Halbert a name? So, interesting thing. Literally earlier today, I read a thing about Hal Laboratories and how take the letters of Hal and add oh, one IBM. letter. That's right. Halo? So, so the letter after H is I, the letter after A is B, the letter after L is M, I, B, M. Oh, okay. I don't don't know if that's like actually where they got the thing, but. I I remember hearing that too. That's why I remember. You think that's why they named it Hal Laboratories? Yeah, I read a thing earlier that that's why it was named that. I mean. I'm sure there's an Whether actual reason. I don't know if that's the reason or not. I don't want to spend too long on this intro today because we have some things to discuss, gentlemen. And I feel like this is the first time I thought ever, maybe not. Joe said it wasn't. This is the first time all five of us have been on the show at the same time? No, it wasn't. No, because we did the Don't... couch episode like a long time ago where we were all... So regardless... It was like a birthday it's, stream. It's, it's been a long time since the five of us have been on one episode together. Right? I think correct. Okay. Sure, why not? I, I mean, I don't know. I can't think of the last time all five of us were in the same room. Blasey block. Oh, God. <laughs> we're in the same room? In the same well, room. Well, room is a little bit different. We've, we've been in the same room. There, there are legal stipulations. Like, we are not supposed to be in the same room. <laughs> By court of law. I'm not here. I'm a hologram. <laughs> By contract. <laughs> what about the drone attack on the week? <laughs> but we're, we're here today to discuss some very oh, important God. topics regarding game of the year. Game of the decade and other nonsensical things. But before we get into that conversation, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Past Control Podcast, a weekly show where a few best friends sometimes sit down and chat about the latest in video games and nerd culture. Joining me, your host, Brennan Groom, this yeah, I was gonna say evening, because normally we record at night, but it's you know, the afternoon, is the one and only anime senpai himself, <laughs> Mr. Michael Desir. Mike, how are you doing today? I'm good, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Classic Todd. Yeah, we're not actually all in the room together. Todd's just taking my part. He's going to play himself and me. How are you doing today, Mike? It can't be anything short of bad. You had a chubby and a fucking surprise donut. The, t- the donut was a nice touch. So how are you feeling today? <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of tired. I just ate that donut. Go eat oh, some cheesecake. Yeah, eat some cheesecake. Round out, round out your dessert breakfast. That hits all the food groups. Also joining us this afternoon is the fighting game dojo. No, I'm not. Wow, he fucked that one up too. That's definitely not what he called you before. 
What did I call you before? Fighting game senpai? No. No, you're the anime senpai. The fighting game guru. The guru. What did I say, dojo? You threw dojo in Well, he hosts JoJo's dojo, so it's all in the same. Like, keep up. All right, get with it. No, I I caught up. Matter of fact, I'm ahead of you. You're the one that fell behind. Mike, I'm going to come over there. I'm going to fucking slap you with the rest of that donut. Bernard, how's your day going? No one ever, you know what, Mike? No one ever asked me. Fucking terrible. Good. <laughs> Joe, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Hurting. Why are you hurting? Because it's the holidays. It's the holiday season. A lot of drinking. What you, were you drinking last night? Uh, heretic beer. The juice you're... No, the can't, you, can't you can't handle the juice? You can't handle the juice. How was that? Yeah, it was the bomb. Definitely a juice bomb. Was last night Knob Creek for you too? Single barrel? Oh, no, nah, man. No, no, no. Like, I finished that the first night. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much almost there. Nah. Also, oh, you, you, you know? No, I'm just mumbling some things. Sounds about right. You are a mumble artist. Yeah. At Mumble Artist. Go follow Joe. He lost a follower. <laughs> who, who unfollowed you? I don't know. I probably said some fucked well, up you, shit. It, it, probably when you repost, retweeted my, uh, my hot take on uh, Pokemon, people were like, fuck this guy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. Great article. I thought you liked that game. <laughs> um... Also joining us on this lovely afternoon is the Overwatch Overlord. No, no, don't do no? Right, who are you then? What, what is Todd? Um, I'm a cowboy. <laughs> the the fucking the the red red dead redeemer himself, Arthur Todd Morgan. Yeah, I'm kind of pissed I'm here. I could be playing video games right now. Oh, sh- stop it! You play video games all day. I should be hunting right now. Oh my god, stop it! Yeah, and rat. Rounding out this this <laughs> stellar cast for our you know last episode of 2019 is the Disney Daddy himself. Daddy himself. <laughs> Dominic Forty. Dom, how are you doing today? I'm here. He's drinking some Mountain Dew. What which Mountain Dew are you sipping on over there? Um, glacial Voltage. Voltage. How is that? Gamer, what, what is that? Is that is gamer it, juice. Is that like blueberry? What is Voltage? Uh, it's berries. Yeah, this one is do, 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 charged with raspberry citrus flavor and ginseng. Oh. Ooh. Is that your favorite Mountain Dew? Uh, I'd probably say Livewire is probably my favorite. Is that the orange one? Mm-hmm. What is the flavor? Is it just orange soda? Uh, it's like tangerine. <laughs> charged with... <laughs> you still don't drink soda, do you? Uh, I very rarely yeah, drink soda wow. now. <laughs> I pretty much only drink soda if I go to the movies. Yeah. Like, like when I went to see Star Wars last week or whatever... That was like my, ooh, I get to have a cherry Coke today. Like, like in, so you go to the movies and you're, you're one of those people that get the giant soda? Yeah, I get a, a icy? Yeah, I get a nice soda and I get a big-ass popcorn. I get an icy? What am I, 12? My wife gets the icies, but we don't even go to the movies. You get the mixed icy, man. No, I just get a... You, they, Live listen, a little. I am living. I'm having a cherry Coke. You know, actually, when I went to see Star Wars, I had a cherry vanilla Coke because they have those Coke remix machines. You can make you whatever can pick, you like, want. Everything, yeah, yeah. Those things are I had a nice cherry vanilla Coke. And let me tell you. Should have put some Bacardi in it. <laughs> Joe, I like to enjoy my movies. Oh, my God. <laughs> Excuse me. Okay, I didn't know it was that offensive. I don't, I'm, like, choking on my own fucking saliva. I still haven't that? sneezed. <laughs> that means you're going to die. What, in a long time or, like, ever? Nah, check out the Passive Controller IG story. And I'm, like, trying to sneeze the whole time. And I got the dumbest look on my face. you look up at the fucking light? Huh? That's what you're supposed to do when you get a sneeze. Yeah. Stare at the light. You gotta do jumping jacks, a couple push-ups, and look at the light. Yeah, I'm not that active. <laughs> what do you mean? You're hunting every day. Virtually. So? I'll be jacked right now. 
What what is the, like nine hundred hours? What, in. what is the like the thing you're hunting right now in uh, Mossar? Sapi Jiva. What is like what type of monster? He's a Zeno Jiva's adult form. So basically, the the like big boss of the game. Um, it's just a siege. So it's like a lot of farming and a lot of going back and forth. You know, and like getting all these items to make all these special weapons, and it's just yeah, a lot of farming. The whole game's farming, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. Farmville? Farmville? Oh, <laughs> Farmville? Farmville? Did that come out in the 2010s? No. Maybe. Came out before that, really? Yeah. I, I'm, glad, sure? I'm glad I got the Monster yeah, Hunter yeah. out. Was, was it not on my face? I could breathe now. No, no, it was Farmville was a Facebook game. Facebook. I'm pretty sure it was in this decade. I don't think it was. It, it might have been. It might have... Mm, I'm pretty sure it's in this decade, because Stardew Valley is also 20, in this decade. No, because I was playing Farmville when I was like... It might have been. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't more in high school? Well, we were in high school in 2008, but... Yeah. It, it might have been like in early... In that time? Yeah, what do you guys think? Someone just Google the date. Mm-hmm. Just figure it out. I, I don't know if this is the correct one, but it says 2009. But okay. This doesn't look like the one that... Was that the I, first big Facebook game? Is that why? I, I, it might have been. I mean, I didn't play it, so I don't... When really did Candy Crush come out? I know uh, that's a mobile game, but... <coughs> Excuse me. Candy Crush was this decade. It was? Mm-hmm. Game of the decade, Candy Crush. It is. It has commercials. Was oddly, uh, it was a hit. It was oddly influential. It was. Mm-hmm. They did they not do a game show at some point that was like based on Candy Crush? I believe they did. I think what? it was might have been hosted by Wayne Brady. Television show, CBS produced a live action Candy Crush game. Told you. Was it Wayne Brady or someone else? Mario Lopez. Mario. I knew it was like someone in that range. Mario Lopez and Wayne Brady are in the same range. Wayne Brady has like a daytime show. Yeah. Yeah. And People I didn't dress up. And I did not know this until I, last time I like went to get my car like fixed. I was like sitting there and I'm like, what the fuck is this show? Why is Wayne Brady like talking to people in the audience and like <laughs> What's well, this show? Oh, this is Wayne Brady in the back of yeah. the show. Yeah. That show's awesome, dude. I, I don't know. I don't watch TV. I definitely don't Morning watch TV. Well, you gotta be jobless to watch those shows. You know, <laughs> yeah, like, right. Freaking Maury and all that, you know. But oh, good time Listen, Mike's Maury. been to a live taping of Maury. No way. Mike loves Maury. But they didn't do a daddy thing, right? They didn't do a daddy. Oh, uh, that broke your heart. I know. You don't know what episode you're going to get until you're there. I went to Maury and I went to Springer. I would love to go to Springer. Does, are, the, are those shows still on TV? I think so. I think Springer so. Springer is still He's a judge now. Jerry Springer's a judge? I swear, yeah. Judge Judge Springer. Look it up. Like he has a TV show or he's just a it's judge a on judge the side? It's a judge show now, yeah. Wait, it's not the same show it was before? No, now he's, it's his own show. Judge Springer. Does anyone else can verify this is a thing? I mean, I don't know. I'll take your word for it. I don't know. Why, he, why did he have to pivot away from what it was? It just wasn't getting the ratings anymore? No idea. Maybe. I mean, I feel like it's a different time. Are Judge shows popular? Do people still I fuck with, like, Judge there's Judy? There's a show yeah, on Judge TV Judy's called Hot Judge Bench. Jerry. Judge Hot Jerry. Bench? Hot Bench. Because it's like, it's like three judges that judge one thing <laughs> at once. <laughs> well, it's called Hot Bench and they judge three things at once? There's three different... There's three judges, but they're like... Judging the same case, I believe. So when you said hot bench, I was thinking of something very. Different. <laughs> yeah, no, I that I, that was my confusion too. Although I will say the bailiff very attractive, from what I recall. The bailiff. The bailiff. Interesting. Aren't those supposed to be the like big buff people that are like taking people to jail? No, yeah, not, on case, not on the hot bench. Not on the hot bench. Not on the hot bench. Who was um, was uh Judge, Judge Yeah, who was his bailiff? Wasn't um, it William Hunt? Oh, or no, the he was you're talking about yeah, fucking, what's it called? Arrested yeah. Development, yeah. Oh, no, Arrested Development, okay. I forget who, yeah, I forget who's bailiff was. I was thinking you were saying Night Court for a second. There. No. Like a, like a, I'm like, Top, we're not as old as you. Night Court was my uh, shit. Yeah. 
Anyways. Anyways. Moving on from this is now Judge Judge Show episode. <laughs> judge yeah. Judge Joe podcast. It went to fo- I, to iPhone games to. Yeah, I don't know reality. what's going on. The best way to describe this podcast is like the elevator in Willy Wonka. Like it goes up ways, sideways, zigways, always. It's like, yeah, we have this initial plan, like we're gonna go straight up, but then freaking we and Judge Jerry wait, pops up. Wait, did you just? Did you just purposely like recite like a fucking Doctor Seuss rhyme? You were like, it goes up ways, sideways, zigzag ways, and it's like Willy Wonka. Did not write. You never seen Willy Wonka? No, I have, but it's not written by Doctor Seuss. I'm just saying dumb shit. Anyways, go away. Go away. you go away. <laughs> I think the best way for us to do this, so let's lay, let's lay down the ground rules so people right, listening cool. can understand. Uh, game of the Year is what I say it is, and everyone else's opinion doesn't fucking matter, so fuck the rest of you. You can all just go home, I guess, at this point. Uh, no. So the way we're going to roll so things out here is... second year, the messenger is... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, there was DLC this year, so... Relax. Uh, so, listen. If, if Picnic Panic can't be considered, then neither can Iceborne. You want to take back your fucking relax? Uh, <laughs> um, speaking of that, Dom, did you play the Celeste DLC that came out I this year? I didn't know oh, there was Celeste DLC. Honestly. Dead Cells, Celeste, and Messenger all got free substantial DLC this year. I only played Picnic Panic. I did not play Celeste or... I think Celeste added like 100 levels. Like it's a substantial addition. Really? Yeah, okay. I've got like 30 Damn. hours in Dead Cells and I can only beat the second boss. Oh, I wow. can't beat that game either. Um... It's very difficult. So I think the best way for us to do this is we've all played a lot of games this year, but we've all played a lot of different games this year. There's been some overlap. It would make no sense for us to be like, hey, past the controllers, game of the year is blah, blah, blah. <laughs> because we've all played so many different games. So I think the better way for us to do this would be we each talk about you know our top five. If we have five, three, if we have three, whatever, our top personal games of the year if we then after we discuss this have some overlap then maybe in that case we can name it like a across the board game of the year but i don't foresee that happening just based on what i know or think everyone's kind of at with these games um so i think probably we'll go a little round robin and we'll just go like we'll start with joe and then we'll just go around the table and then loop back around for a second round and whatnot and you know we can bring up a game discuss move on so i think we'll start with you joe it doesn't have to be a, like the one or the five or the five or whatever it just be order, just just, yeah, out just i would just do one in your top your uh, top one of your top games of this year 2019 it started off in january bro resident evil 2 the remake okay right game's trash <laughs> wait you don't like it i love that game but i stopped playing once fucking mr x came up yeah, we, we talked about it. it. Like, it, that part, of the, you know, you're supposed to do the I puzzle get, and everything, but it brings the anxiety. Yeah, you know? like, I know, I get, I get, like, it's a suspense of, like, you have to move quick. I hate being told what the fuck is. But wait, was that. Mr. X not in the original game? I don't, yeah, think, I was. Ever, I don't yes. think I ever finished the, the original. Oh. But he wasn't in your face as much as this one. Like, Just he's constantly on you. Not even bacon in your pocket. Um, <laughs> so, wait, then why are you excited about Resident Evil 3, then? Because Nemesis <laughs> is the same fucking thing. No, it's not, is it? Yes. Nemesis does the same thing. He chases you around. Really? It's the same fucking game. Yeah, yeah. He pops up here and there. Yeah, but he, he like doesn't he doesn't nonstop follow you in that game, does he? Like, I mean, Mr. more than Mr. X. More than more than Mr. X will. The game Resident Evil Three is about Nemesis. It's literally called Resident Evil Three Nemesis. Stars. The whole game is like Mr. X was like a was I would imagine like 
the the prototype of creating the nemesis mechanic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just gonna be more of what you hate. I'm still gonna get. It. I don't hate it. Oh, you like I, it? I like the game. I just kind of like I stopped playing it. Like, Did you like the original Resident Evil Two? Yeah. You just never beat it. Never beat it. Yeah. What about? So where are you at, Joe? Why is this on your list? Like, what about this is 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 a top top game for you? Well, Resident Evil was like really falling apart around like six and all that stuff you know but even but seven seven was not good seven they came back did you play you know? seven dom i thought you did right uh no i did not oh i thought you did for some reason well seven is like they came back so then you know everybody was just clamoring for you know come on you gotta remake because they remade resident evil one so it was like all right let's remake resident evil two yeah you know so it was a long time coming man and when we finally got it it like hit the spot, man. Mm -hmm. That game is so good in all ways. It's like the mod, you know, the character models and everything, how they treated uh, Mr. X and all that. It's just, it was just, just a whole lot of fun. And they added Tofu in there, mm -hmm. they added Hunk in there. They brought back everything, you know. But yeah, pretty much the same game, but brand new, you know. It's yeah, awesome. dude, the effects are so good in that game. The graphics are yeah, great. Yeah. But, movement, but it's more than just so a it's not like, yeah, no, i wouldn't like, call it a, a no. like, i would not not call it a remaster i would call this a full from the ground up yeah remake yeah, yeah. uh which is impressive which is with a lot of the stuff from resident evil 7 like the you know that whole engine yeah um yeah stuff with how they treated like certain puzzles and everything and like items yeah which makes me but it, it's just it's just a good direction that resident evil is going for you know it's going back to that third person uh, you know, shooter, yeah. behind-the-shoulder type of thing. Uh, yeah, that's why Resident Evil 3 is going to be awesome, too, because Jill's coming back. You mm -hmm. know? But, yeah. I mean, I really I really like Resident Evil 2. And, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, it makes me excited for, for the future of remakes, because I hope this is... I mean, I would imagine this is like a bar-setting thing to everyone else out there that is debating remaking or remastering games, yeah. because... Like Dino Crisis or something. No, you know? I mean, it's, remake that. Shit. Yeah, but, how that looks yes, now, but that's yeah. Capcom. So obviously, if they do more, they're gonna do it in that vein. But I'm saying, outside of Capcom, if someone else wants to redo a game, they're probably gonna be a little more hesitant to be like, I can't just slap fresh Super graphics Mario on this because I need to, I need Ooh. to redo this game a little bit because <laughs> not only was Resident Evil Two financially successful, but it also was like critically acclaimed yeah. and up for a lot of people's game of the year discussion, including yourself. Um, so that's, that's exciting. I'll, I'll guess I'll jump in next and throw up one of my favorite games of this year, which is, I feel like a game that not a lot of people were, were given a lot of love. I haven't seen a lot of people bring this game up, but I enjoyed almost every second of my time with it. And I would probably jump back in it at some point if anyone else felt inclined to do so. But the division two, like I, Ugh. What do you mean? Oh, I think you just. I, Division I, Two is dope, man. Division Two is fine. great. I would. I, I like had no. I don't know. It, it, I think I had the same issue with the Division Two that I had with uh, Borderlands Three, and no one is even talking about Borderlands Three as their fucking game of the year. No, some people love Borderlands Three. But like, same. It was just like more of the same. Not a problem that it's that, but at the same time, I lost interest in it quick. I think you. That. I think you just personally don't like games like that no i love games like that i don't think you do i love that game too human do you remember that game it was that was like the first it got me started on those types of games um but yeah no i i like i don't know i, I division's fine i just think that 
that you need people to play that game with, first of all. And yeah. I don't have a set group. But of we were always play. on. I was on. No, constantly. we played for a little bit, you know. But um, I sunk at least like seventy or hundred hours into that game. Like I loved it, and I was ready to keep playing. But like you were far behind. Joe was a little we bit behind. Game, you, we finished the game, though. Um, well, I mean, I finished the game with you guys. You guys helped me through it, I think, at one point. I finished the game's yeah, last few... I finished the game's <laughs> last few missions for a third time to push you through. Yes. Yeah. I've helped push a few people through. But I thought the game was, like, mechanically sound. Oh, it was yeah, fantastic. The, game, I, like, the combat's it was, great. Everything's fine. It was they, so great. Aren't they getting a big DLC? They have a long, they have a long DLC plan. There's already been stuff you know, added like, to it. They're going back to New York. Oh, probably yeah. yeah. I mean, that's where the first game took place. But I thought it was it was a a f- like phenomenal sequel. I thought it was probably one of the better games in that type of vein that I've played in a while. Um, I know a lot of people will say Destiny Two is fantastic now, but I fell out of Destiny, so I just don't care. But like outside of Destiny Two being as good as it is according to people now, I feel like a lot of these types of games kind of lose steam very quickly. But for me, Division Two is like. Everything about it felt really good. It was fun to play. I really enjoyed it, and I'm I'm surprised that that a lot more people aren't singing its praises. That that was pretty fantastic. What about you, Todd? What's what's on your list? What's on my list? What do I have? Oh, uh, Gears Five. Uh, I think that's another. I think that's just getting pushed to the side. A no lot. one is talking about. No Gears one 5. is talking about it. I don't hear anyone. It's because it's an Xbox game. It is. That's uh, why. And the thing with that game is that game like changed their structure of their single player campaign. I can't even really speak on multiplayer because I didn't play a lot of the multiplayer. Mm-hmm. But just from a uh, single player campaign perspective, it's on Game Pass. First of all, it's fucking free if you pay for Game Pass. Uh, and the game was awesome. It, it, it leaves some there's some straightforward missions, and then you go into like an open world section where you can just go and do side missions. So this game lasts a lot longer than a typical Gears of War game. And there's a couple different free roam sections and then it follows the story but that story is so good uh it was definitely one of the best stories of the year for me especially because gears hasn't really been doing it for me over the last couple years yeah i like that they brought phoenix back and marcus phoenix back in the last one Uh, i like that the sun's involved but there is something at almost close to the end of this game a decision that you have to make in this game that is insane caught me off guard and it definitely changes how... I don't even know how they're going to do a sequel based off of, like... Killed whoever. a baby. Like, it's crazy. It's crazy what they did, and that was not expected. And I made a crazy decision that I thought was so cool, and at the same time, in my head, I was stressed out that I had to make this decision. Yeah. And I just fucking made it. And, uh, yeah, it was awesome because of that. Like, it, it, it was great. It was just a great story, great game. Yeah. And and it felt good. The combat felt like the best it's ever been. Yes. Yeah. No, I mean, I didn't play a lot of the campaign yet. I will go back to it at some point. I played a lot of the multiplayer. We co-op it. I'll, those, I'll co-op the shit out of it. And... I'm all about the achievements. But, I mean, Gears, I always like the Gears gameplay. Like, I mm-hmm. like, I think it's probably the best third-person, like, one of the best third-person shooting duck cover games out there. Yeah. I don't think anyone does it as good as they do as far as the duck cover mechanics. Like, mm-hmm. I think those are nailed. Um, they've pretty much always owned that since they oh, it's, kind it's... of, inv- I wouldn't say invented it, but they, like with the original games, they're the ones that like made that a fucking good mechanic. And this games. is the best it's ever, the gunplay in this it's is so like good. the best it's ever felt though. Yeah. Like it, it just, there's, I had so much fun with the level design, how they threw the bosses in there. Like it was just, you're, a lot of the older Gears games, you're kind of going down the same path of like broken down buildings or you're in the mountains going through the same path. You go on the ground. This game like constantly changed set pieces but it didn't feel forced. Like it yeah. was just like it naturally moved along. Yeah, it was great, man. I I'm actually surprised that it 
hasn't been talked about as much. I think it. I think there's a few things going against it. I think. I think it's an unfortunate side effect of Game Pass, where Game Pass is still such a new thing that because most people who are playing it on Xbox are probably playing it through Game Pass. No one's talking about the sales of Gears of War Five because it's not about sales; it's about the player count. We got that for free, yeah. Um, so like, never even played. There's it. no, there's no conversations or or articles being written or whatever about like, oh shit, Gears of War Five sold five million copies because it's majoritarily being played through Game Pass. Yep. So instead, people are talking about the player base. Oh, there's X amount of you know million players playing it. This, 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 which is great, but like, it doesn't, it doesn't ring the same with consumers mm-hmm. and in people that are not like super invested in oh well i get that because it's game pass they're no they're just like oh it didn't sell well that's why they're talking about player count instead of sales and that has that going for it and i unfortunately think that uh the tone of gears of war like kind of pushes some people away Mm because it's kind of like seems a little like Broy, muscly, yeah, fucking yeah. screaming, yell guys, and I feel like that's kind of what like God of War used to suffer from. And the new one is like they made Kratos a little bit more of like a well, that's probably human why, character. The last game, it, you start seeing the girl character more, and then you become the girl character yes. in the next game. So like they're going down like the less, and basically the whole like a big part of this game is that like <laughs> the, the main girl, I forget her name, and the sidekick. Um, they've kind of had a falling out with. Um, is it what's Marcus's son's name? Don? Yeah. No, no. Um, Joaquin. Think, yeah, <laughs> but uh, but uh, you, you have a fallen out with them, and he's super broy and deucey. Yeah, and you're playing as this girl, and they both just like, I wish he was cool again. That's yeah. what they're like saying, like the whole thing. They're like, I don't, I don't know what's going on with him. Yeah, Gear, Gears is a game I'll go back to. I like the multiplayer a lot, and I feel like not a lot of people are playing it. So not a lot of people like outside of me and you that like I play with regularly. Yeah. were playing it, so I, I felt a little out of the loop there. Um, what about you, Dom? What, what's a game off your list for this year of of your personal games of 2019? Um, I think my surprise game of the year was uh, the Untitled Goose game. Honk, honk, motherfucker. I don't think anybody went into 2019 expecting Untitled Goose game to be, to like, one, to sell as well Shit's as it has, yeah. or to, like, to grab pop culture the way it did. But... Yeah, no, I mean, it, it literally had a Muppet skit yeah. on right, the fucking Game Awards, which is kind of crazy. Um, and I don't even think it was nominated for anything other than Best Debut Indie, maybe. The, so, like, that's kind of substantial. Um, I'd probably say my game of the year is uh, Fallen Order. I'm just throwing out fucking two nice. games at once right now. I just... Crushing it. He's fucking drop, dropping knowledge you, right now. What, what did you beat it on? What was the difficulty that you beat it on? Uh, Dom's master. a Jedi Master. <laughs> did you have to drop it from Jedi Master? Or did you go to like I the think I one? went to the... Whatever the second to the top is. Okay, so Jedi Master, I think that's what it is. Yeah. That's, and then there's something after that. Okay. I had to drop down from the there. The top uh, ranking is Senate. I was going to say something different. But. <laughs> um... What what it, what puts Jedi Fallen Order out there for you? Like, why is it such a substantial uh, game? I mean, it feels like a Star Wars. Like the story is Star Wars. Yeah, it's better than all the movies. Uh, that's I mean, that's one thing to say. But <laughs> I mean, you didn't beat it, so you can't even say. Fair enough. Fair uh, enough. No, the story really is like it. You feel like you're in a Star Wars story. Um, I I know that a lot at the beginning, a lot of people were having problems with some 
like issues, but I felt like they got patched up pretty tra- quickly. Traversing stuff, yeah, yeah. It just didn't. Sometimes it, it feels fine now. Once you get used to it, too. Well, I also feel like pretty early on they patched out a lot of the problems that I was having with the yeah. game. So I never had a single. Like people said, there was a lot of game breaking glitches with that. Yeah. I have never had one that really affected. My biggest issue was like we when we talked about trying to grab ropes. Because, like, the hit marker to grab yeah. the ropes is, like, ridiculous when you're sliding down. There. I mean, I had some scenarios where I literally, you know how you get the wall run? I jump up to wall run, and, and I went right through the yeah. wall, and I was just under the stage. I'm like, yeah. all right, I guess I get a restart for my last save point. But I felt like all, mo- like any of the issues that I had with the game got patched out pretty quickly. Yeah. And like, as I got into the story, I didn't have any problems with any gameplay or anything. Yeah. I was actually really surprised that... I wasn't, when I got it, I didn't expect it to be a game that I was like, go to this planet, and then I beat this planet, then I got to explore this planet, like, in depth. Like, you, there's, like, I didn't realize how much, like, it was, like, a Metroidvania-style game where, yeah. like, you have to, like, I didn't even, I was going places I didn't even know I was going to be able to go on the map, you know, and I was, like, really kind of thought that was cool, because I wasn't expecting that at all. Um, I think the middle gets bogged down a little bit, because there's, like, no story for the first, like, three planets, and then once you get towards the end, the story's, like, amazing. Mm-hmm. Um it's definitely something I'll I'll go back to. I mean, I'm not gonna obviously be able to finish that during this year. The year ends in a few days, but it's definitely something that I intend to go back to. Um, but I'm I'm currently revisiting to try to finish a game that I think Mike is gonna bring up when we pass the mic next, so I won't talk about it. But uh, now that you've finished the game, have you found yourself compelled to go back to it and? Hundred percent things or find things on you planets can go or not. Right? You can. Um, I. Yeah, I. I think I've hundred percented half of the planets. Oh, that's pretty cool. So I think that's always. A I mean, big... I was when I play games like that. I'm usually going through, like, as a completionist to begin with. So. Yeah. I mean, most of the planets when I was done with the game were already at like. 85, 90%. So. Did, yeah. I forget what planet it's on. Did you go to the broke down ship? It's like a side mission. I haven't yep. done that yet. I heard that was really cool though. Yep. Yeah, all right. I gotta, I gotta do that. I gotta beat the game first. I think that's a big tell. I mean, not for every type of game because some games aren't like this and, and, and don't warrant it, but like you finish the game and you still feel compelled to go back and play more of it. I feel like that's a big... Why do you both keep playing things on your phone? What do you, uh, what do you mean both? I don't know. I just keep hearing noises. From Joe. I don't know. Uh, You're the, both on your phone. The other thing with the game is like it's like I said, it's like it feels like Star Wars. Like you're connected to the Star Wars universe. Yeah. Like I you heard said, that wicked campy. Like the, I don't know that I would say campy. No, so I would I would no? say campy. No, no, it's awesome. I heard it was yeah, campy. Oh no, it's super well like, done. But it's a good thing. No, I, yeah, no, I wouldn't say it's campy. I mean, it, you're definitely connected to the. It's honestly Star what I wanted. I wanted but... a story like this for the the recent like trilogy that they. I wanted like a cool like something that I can get into. Yeah, I'm not like, into the new movies. No, I know, ship, I know, people know? are into the new movies and everything. But like Todd was just saying with the broken down ship, like it's a Venator class ship, mm-hmm. and like you go through and like as you're going through, like there's like you like swim underneath the ship, and there's like bodies of clone troopers like floating as you're like swimming yeah. underneath it so yeah i mean for the little that i've played like like it's definitely very like visually impressive too like I, there are a lot of moments where i was like i screenshot this yeah it looks good um so i'm excited to jump back into that at some point mike mm-hmm. passing it over to you yeah. what what is a game that is uh one of your favorite from this year uh 
Mm. <laughs> Let's see. Of the, and I, I did end up counting, of like the six games I played this year. Okay. Um, you got six winners. Uh, Evo. Yes. Eight belts a fucking yes. banger. That's not yes. what I was expecting you to say next. No, I don't. I know. But I, but I, love it. I know. I love it. I like it, Mike. Throwing out the good. I mean, I want Eight Boat to get some love. What What about Eight Boat was was like a made it made it a standout game for you this year? The fucking soundtrack to killing people. The Man. story. Uh, yep. All these things are correct. I mean, there is a story there. Yeah. Listen, I said all these things are correct. Right, I well, mean, there is. Let's hear Mike's fucking impressions here. It's uh, Mike's pick. Let's see. I I killed people. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. To a sick drum and bass. To a like sick I said, drum and like... beat. <laughs> Straight up, it would make J.K. Simmons cry. Yep. And um, <laughs> I actually didn't see that movie, so I don't know why. Oh I'm my god, it's so good! You have to see that movie. Not my tempo. Oh man, smack. And was um, it was very leisurely. Really? It was. See, it wasn't a relaxing game for me. Well, I'm not like relaxing like. You know why you, you like this too? You're saying it's satisfying. You like, satisfying. Me and you were all on board with uh, Hotline Miami when that yeah. first came out. I and love this Hotline is like, Miami too. No, no, no. I know, but like we, were, I remember talking specifically to Mike, and like we were like, I have like, a Vita too. I just no, don't I like my Vita. <laughs> but uh, Hotline Miami is one of the reasons why I bought a Vita. Is that? Yeah, I can't remember why I bought a Vita. I don't know. I love it, the, I, the greatest I handheld ever. Anyways, it's not. Um, yeah, but no, and the game is like in that vein, but it just, and the music is so good with Hotline Miami, and the music is so good in that game, they just like, the, the, it was, and it's, those are the, I love those kind of games, the games I can drop in and out of, they're low commitment, but they're fucking so fun to play, you don't forget what you're doing when you jump back in, mm-hmm. uh, that, and, and getting, the older I get, those are the kind of games I find myself gravitating towards more. Yeah. Like, you know, like, and most indie titles, like Dead Cells, like Hollow Knight, like shit like that, that I want to like jump back in, it's, yeah. It's See, I mean, Dead Cells is one thing, but I wouldn't put Hollow Knight in that category because Hollow Knight, if I went back to try to play it today, I wouldn't know what the fuck to do oh, or where really? I am. I, yeah, I wouldn't know where I am. I mean, ago. they tell you that you get a very cryptic phone call that says, hey, go over here and like shoot shit up. And then you just do it. Put on a nice mask and fuck <laughs> shit up. In Hollow Knight. Uh, I thought it was Hollow Knight. Yeah, but are we talking? Yeah. You were Oh, you said Hollow Knight? Yeah. I thought you said Hotline. That's why I was like, I'm so confused. <laughs> Wait, you know, Hollow, Hollow Knight? Knight? <laughs> I got very confused, too. <laughs> Hollow Knight's pretty standard, though. It's like a couple, like... Yeah, but, like, it's, it's a... Just, sp- it's a map and everything. Yeah, it's and a like... sprawling, like, not easy to necessarily navigate in terms of you don't once know where you, you're going. Once you hit a point in that game, you get it, though. And you just... It just... It all works itself. Like, if you, But it's, like, a good eight hours. I feel like I'm further than you in that game. Oh, no way. In Hollow Knight? Yeah. I've played a lot of Hollow Knight. I'm pretty... F- I, I have, like a vast majority of the powers and on the Switch one I started over on huh. Xbox. I don't know. Uh, so, A-Boat's up there for you, Mike. I would, yeah. I would, that, that's a good honorable mention on, on my side yeah, of things. Same. I would, that's a, that's a game that I really enjoyed. I think that the, I almost forget about it. In a year of, especially other games that will, I'm sure, get brought up today at least by me that had really great soundtracks that I listened to outside of playing the game a lot, A-Boat's one of those ones where I don't know if I could listen to the soundtrack outside of the game because it's like a, it's done so well in the game, but it's like a, I, th- there's a word for it. Um, Goose Game actually has similar properties where th- there's got to be a, a word that describes this, but the music fits what's happening on the screen and it fluxes, it flexes to meet that. So like when you're playing Ape Out and you slam someone against the wall, it's like, the music reacts to that. Yes, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? that's the best part. Or maybe it's too. reactive. Would be, like maybe it would just yeah. be a reactive soundtrack, or whatever. Um, 
So the music in Ape Out is so good. And when you start running, it's like... Doo, yes, doo, it's, doo, doo, oh, <laughs> if, it, it's, it's really, really well done. And I believe the game was made by one person. Gabe Gabe Kazulo. I I'm, I don't know if there was anyone else involved, but he's the he's the head person at least. Um, but yeah, fantastic game. Joe, let's kick it back over to you. Let's I'm throw... actually glad. Sorry, I'm glad Mike brought that up though because I almost forgot about that game and it's so true. It's me. a fantastic game. I only remembered it because I did that switch and review thing and the game popped up. I was like, oh yeah, I did play that. <laughs> that was great. Where you at, Joe? What what, what do you want to throw into the mix? Katana Zero, baby. Oh, yeah, another fucking great game. That was another one that was, like, long time coming, and then when it finally came, it was so good. Man. Yeah, that was... Lived up to the hype, man. Super violent. Katana, Lived up to the hype. You Katana know? Zero was Joe's Messenger, because Messenger for me was, like, I was waiting so long for that game. Sorry to PAX more than once. Joe's, like, Katana Zero, yeah, three I, years I of PAX. I slid over to the booth with Mike, and I'm like, let me try this little thing. What is this? What is it? Put the headphones on, and I was like, what the hell? I'm like, this game's so... Freaking violent, man! It was and literally it was like fun. it was like three years ago. I couldn't ago. stop yeah. talking about that game. Mm. And when finally all the hype and it got its own booth and it again and everything, like bigger booth this time. Yeah, it had a, yeah. It had a decent yeah. booth. But like when it when it was first at PAX, it was just a little tiny in the cut. Yeah, it was a little adult swim booth. It was just one little station. Let me check it out. It was like, it was like t- t- tucked behind Rick and Morty virtual reality. <laughs> yeah, and I was like kind of bummed out because it was like, oh no, it's gonna be PC only for now. But then. And, and the switch came switch. along and was yeah. like, the switch changed was everything it changed everything yeah. there's only one negative thing i have to say about that game just one too short nope uh i would have loved it to be longer but i was fine with the length uh you get to be that other dude for like five minutes and i wanted to be that dude more yes man. that like, was I, that that's dude. honestly my only gripe with the game too is that and it's not even a gripe it's just me being stupid but when like, they intro- I thought the main character was a girl the whole time oh really <laughs> I'm, like, hey, I'm a girl oh, snap and it was like no it's a dude yeah it's now right. we're talking about that and i want to go back and play <laughs> yeah. that when I get home. the game is great the story's great oh, like it's, it's awesome. a fantastic yeah, game it's really um well done. But that, that's probably, again, one of the only things is when they introduce that character, you play like, as them. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yes, yeah. and then you never play it to that person again. I'm like, Sequel. but I want to use those moves. Yeah, that, right. they will, the way the game ends, there's definitely going to be a sequel. I mean, they leave it open specifically to be oh, a yeah, sequel. Expansion, sequel, yeah. whatever. Yeah, so I'm excited. I mean, that's a fantastic game. I would yeah, definitely throw that in my pick. head. Um, so many good games this year. This is why I, like, I had such a hard time coming up with my list of what, because like... I, I thought this was one of the best years in a while for, for me personally. I mean, I can't speak for like gaming in general. No, like, I think I agree. This is a great year because it's like so, you know, last year for a lot of people, it's like, oh no, hands down, Red Dead's my game of the year or God of War's my game of the year. Like easy, done. Mm-hmm. I got this big yes, marquee title. Yes, no one title. has like the same pick. Like yeah. you're watching like yes, all like game yes. Of the year the, like... This year is like there's not a lot of like huge fucking bombastic games that everyone's like, oh hands down, it's got to be that. It's like. No, fuck you. Like, Jedi's of mine. Okay, well, I like fucking Apo. You know what I mean? It's like there's so many games in that spectrum that can, like, honestly have a fucking chance at the conversation. Yeah. Um, So pulling it back over to me, a game that uh, is very special to me that I'm going to throw in here next is Sinar Wild Hearts. Is that the free Apple game? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Mobile game, right? Yeah. (laughs) This game was first shown off last December uh, kind of funny game showcase with a little tease and I was like that looks kind of crazy whatever come to PAX East you know, earlier this year it's it's got a fucking corner booth in the Annapurna booth and it's like facing right across from Devolver and like every year Devolver's like this fucking loud big booth like they always have like at least one big screen which this year was hefo like they have like a loud presence and a big fucking like they're a big presence at pax 
you get Sayonara just right across from it. Fucking the screen. You hear these fucking tunes. All these colors. All the Purples, yeah. pinks, all this and stuff. And that attracted me to it. I'm like, what the hell is that I'm one? pretty like, sure we all just stopped yeah, walking. Yeah. And we just stared at the screen. <laughs> and, like, I fell in love with this game. It was amazing. And I didn't even play it at first. I think you and Mike might have played it first. And I just watched. And then I went back later and played it again. And uh, I was like, I can't wait for this game to come out. And when it finally came out, like... I, I specifically remember like texting the group like oh shit this is like fucking amazing and and Todd got it and I remember Todd like not being about it at first he was like nah I don't understand the appeal and then like a day later Todd's no, I didn't like, like the music initially and I wasn't just I just went, I thought I went into it thinking it was like a, a music rhythm game where like yes. it's more not it's not that it like what you no. do doesn't really affect the music uh, so I think that's what kind of threw me off yeah. but I mean I'm with Brendan on this it's like one of my favorite games I play it like at least two or three nights a week. I see. I always like. I'll, um, I'll be on Switch. I'm on Switch almost every night, and like I'll look over and be like, "Oh, Todd signs." I'm like, "Todd's playing Sign R." Like, it's my. It's my happy. Pl- it's my. It's like my happy place. I go to, and it's like I'll go outside, I'll smoke a bowl, and then I just <laughs> put my headphones on, pick that game up, and I'll get lost into that game for a good forty five minutes. It's the, so you know, good. Like, yeah, it's awesome, and the soundtrack is awesome. Uh, I think everyone was doing their Spotify list of the year. If you went through my music of what I listen to, I think it would probably be in the top of what I've listened to that soundtrack. Is like, I, I listen to songs from the soundtrack almost every day. Listen to it at the gym today. When to I was to, to a what point I'm... where, like, when I, pl- like, I'll take a shower and I'll throw on Inside, and Jen will be like, fucking, I hate this music. Turn it off. I'm like, no, it's a banger. <laughs> like, this music is so good. Oh, one negative thing about that game. More longboarding. That, like, oh. that, that, like, <laughs> it's like, it's not even, it's like, all my complaints are, like, not complaints, but uh, I love the long, it felt so right, you know, like, yeah. So, uh, like that game like somehow connected with me on like a deep level like I don't even know how it did but it, like really like fucking dug into me and I definitely like for some reason I had like tears in my eyes when the game ended I don't know why because it was over or because I'm just a little fucking bitch I have no idea be some crying um, <laughs> but like that game really like got into me and I, I like I loved it and I listen to the music all the time but like the the progression of the game like goes that was our Halloween costume it was my Halloween costume <laughs> of all things um, I just appreciate that because I'm a big music guy and I, I am pre- too and yeah. I love the idea of what they did with that game and they nailed it, you know, it, like, it, it they they pitched the game they they advertised the game as like a playable pop album yeah. and it's 100% sure that's what it is, it is. Uh, and I absolutely love it but the, the game does a really good job of like between like I, I the, the game separates them as heartbreaks so like in between the heartbreaks which to make that palatable for everyone I'd, I'd say it's like arcs of the story and each arc of the story introduces like little different game mechanic twists and they only exist like in that spot like the snap level you know what I'm talking about yeah. like every time the music snaps the 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 stage like mirrors itself yeah like switches like, yeah. Yeah, yeah so it's like just cool little shit like that and like they don't explain it there's no tutorial it's just like you get it like you just you might die the first time but then you restart right away and then like you just it feels natural yeah another non-committal game that I yeah love. it goes back to it, it really it's is like so good it's so good it's like sometimes like when like when i'm playing uh, i was playing near last night and i'm like this game's so fucking awesome but then i got lost somewhere and i'm like i'm gonna play switch on the couch you know like it's like it's, it's like i just don't feel like thinking at that point yeah. it's like i don't want to figure this out right now um but we'll, we'll kick it over to todd now for another one of his right. picks um yeah one of my picks would be i'll probably get hate for this but modern warfare uh, this I, I played it once. <laughs> so <laughs> it was, like, it was a big I'm one of those people that has been bitching and moaning about Call of Duty for years. I still buy them most of the time, and every time I buy them, I'm like, 
It's the same fucking shit. Yeah. It's like bullet lag. Um, no, the animations are the same. Nothing feels right. It feels you see people quick scoping. It just is. It's silly. Uh, so fast forward to Modern Warfare. When I got this, I dived right into the campaign first, which is actually really really good campaign. It's only like six hours too, uh, and it was just great. Um, but uh, as far as multiplayer goes, I started playing a little bit of like team deathmatch with people. With like Julian and those guys, and uh, it wasn't clicking with me at first. I was like, I don't know, I don't like this. Mm. Then I found the game mode gunfight, which is basically two v two, super tight, tight, small maps, and every two rounds they pick the gun for you. So like, I, when I played, I fucked with that. Oh, dude, it's it's fun, it yeah. is like <laughs> I I tell Brendan all the time. I'm like, you know, I've been looking for something to get me out of Overwatch, and I'm like, I'm so addicted to this game mode, and even. He, this guy won't even like fucking I ever hate, buy Call of Duty. I hate Call of Duty. No, hold on, stop it. It's not that I won't ever buy Call of Duty. There's certain games throughout, I, I, how long have I known you? Like almost 15 years maybe? A long time. Right? Yeah. Yeah, like a long time. Uh, and there's certain games that like Todd will be like, oh, we'll buy it, we'll play it. And like over time I've learned which games these are and Call of Duty is one of those games where I'm like I'm not going to fucking buy it because we're going to play it for a fucking week and then I'm never going to play it again and the not the last Call of Duty but two Call of Duties the one that had Black Ops 3 probably yeah which one had a Battle Royale uh, no that was what was the last one Black Ops 3 yeah, yeah Black but Ops there was 3. one last year but, uh, we didn't buy that one was there one last year yeah there's one every year it's yeah Call the one last year had no I thought Black Ops 3 was last year no no, last year was like, was it an old war one? Wasn't it like yeah. World, yes. world yes. War? The world yeah, I like that one actually. Uh, I didn't play the multiple. I like. Did you buy it? Yeah, the campaign. Jesus the campaign. Christ. I like. But the like, campaign. so the last one was dope, man. Um, no. Yeah, you brought back the old school guns and all that. I did like nah, it for a little bit, but I, it ran into the same issue I had with all the previous ones that it was the same engine, and they've never. I mean, this this is one of the most successful franchises out there. And they've literally done yeah, nothing. But it's a first-person shooter. I no, mean, I know, but so... What else can you do with... So I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, that's uh, you actually just <laughs> well, went I could, into my I, question well, perfectly. I, I click and want to say, Black Ops 3, I enjoyed. I actually liked it. But then no one, everyone stopped fucking playing. Yeah. I was like, great. We, we, so we, I'm never we, buying we Call of Duty Royale again. once, and I was like, yeah. I'm done. Uh, but one of the reasons why I think, like going back to saying, like, I think this engine is better. So like I was saying this to Brendan last night when we were playing. When you shoot someone in this game, like say you shoot them in the legs... Their legs just go, and they like it's like the animations are for every single angle of the body. Like you hit them in the arm, they spin. Like it's like oh, okay. that's it. Like back yeah. in the old day, you just hit them. It's like you know, it was nothing. So it, it it feels like the hitbox is more refined now, and I've always had a huge issue with that. And like that's probably why I'm doing so well at two v two at gunfight because like I always felt like and there's no gimmicky bullshit. There, there's some, but like it's not like the. You know, I've yet to run into someone using a sniper and going, like, not even aiming, just, like, quick scoping and doing shit yeah. all over the place. But, uh, yeah. I'm sure that still exists. Oh, I'm sure. We're just sure. not playing in no, fucking playing those modes. game battles and fucking playing yeah. clan clan matches and shit. <laughs> playing with 360 no-scope Jones <laughs> over there. Um, but I will say, to your credit, I, Call of Duty is one of those games that I purposely don't buy because I know I'm not going to keep playing it. I was hesitant to buy this one. You're like, you're gonna love gunfight. It's great. You're gonna it love. Took a, you're it took like it. three hard, it th- three weeks of like hard selling this game. <laughs> well, then it was on sale on Black Friday. I was like, fuck it. Like, I hate money. I'll buy it. Yeah. And I will say, like, I do look forward to playing gunfight. 
It's it, it's fun until they immediately changed how the game mode operated. Uh, and I was I like, well, Jesus. I'm not playing this anymore. Yeah, and then they, ch- and then they changed yeah, it back. Like, so I'm back to now that they change it. But yeah, if I they change they, it, I think they learned that lesson. If they change it back to that way, I'm not playing. And I don't it. even like so Ninja, but when you have Ninja quote like tweeting a fucking about like how they changed the mode and it's stupid. You and know? they changed it back. Yeah, it's funny. What else you got, Dom? You got anything else on your list of of things that were substantial for you this year? Uh, Ultimate Alliance three. Um, I loved the old Ultimate Alliance games, so it was good to see a fresh uh, take on it. It brought new characters in. Uh, Gameplay was similar, but allowed for online co-op. Yeah, I mean, it was a like a fresh take on Ultimate Alliance. Yeah, you're. I mean, you're you're a big Marvel guy. How was the story for you? It was. I mean, it was the same as kind of just whatever. Yeah. It's just a loose story. Does I mean, it, it does it follow it any comic story or no? no? Not really. Okay. It jumps from like Ultron yeah. to this dude yeah. to fucking. Have you? Pop- it doesn't really need like that a, kind of a. Yeah. yeah. Does it? Uh, have you popped back in for any of the DLC packs or no? Um, I downloaded the um, last pack. The is it Blade one? Yeah. Yeah, I gotta download the that. Just Marvel Knights one. But I haven't played too much of it. Did the DLC packs add story stuff too, like new missions and stuff, or no? Um, they added, um, what was the gauntlet mode? So they like added new modes. Oh, okay, all right. Is it me or is that game really hard? Am I just bad at it? Like, cause like I felt like I like there was some difficulty spikes in that game for me. I played by myself a lot, but I think it might be just playing by. I think it's harder to control all four characters alone. Uh, yeah, well, I just gonna, like, I think you stuff. also have to get used to like not. You don't necessarily get to use your favorite characters. You have to use characters that work too yeah, well yeah, together, yeah. and then you just kind of have to like build figure a out. team. Yeah, yeah. it's I, it's more about like learning which characters work well together. Yeah, I guess. yeah. and then leveling them up. Yeah, for me, like that game, I had no qualms with that game. I also love the old Ultimate Alliance games. It unfortunately came out like a week before Fire Emblem Three Houses, and then Three Houses yeah, took over my life. So I <laughs> <laughs> got him. Um, <laughs> I said that game was garbage. <laughs> gotcha. Um, but yeah, Ultimate Alliance Three. I'm actually kind of shocked that that was like a. That's a kind of a big deal exclusive that Nintendo locked in. Yeah, it was Switch. interesting to see that it was only a Switch. Right. Yeah, I wonder if eventually it will get ported over. I mean, not that it's like, you know, this um like stellar like must play experience. No, but it sold pretty well. Yeah, no, it did very well. I mean, and again, I think I think it is a solid game. It's a, it's it's doing a lot of things that uh there's not really a lot of games like that that kind of exist anymore there used to be more games in that genre um but i feel like the ones on the lower end like a marvel ultimate alliance are kind of gone and the only ones that kind of exist in this realm are like the diablos of the world there are a lot more rpg intensive and you you need to learn how to mid-max a little bit more probably than you do in ultimate alliance not that you can't do that in ultimate alliance i actually thought there was some decent depth there to to team building and and stats and stuff Mm -hmm. but not as like as big as like a Diablo or something where you're yeah. grinding for gear sets and, and weapon sets and stuff like that. Um, I think Divinity original, I think Divinity is in that same vein. I think Trine, there's, there's a, there are some deep RPGs that are in that vein of gameplay. Uh, well, let's kick it back over to you, Mike. What else is on Mike's list? Um, Jump Force, obviously. Yep. Jump Force was <laughs> um, a great game that was bogged down by a terrible story and terrible game mechanics and uh, yeah, a terrible game. 
Yeah, but other than all that stuff, you could play as your own creative character, which looked goofy as hell. Was it as good as Soul Calibur's create your own character? Because uh... <laughs> was it ever? Though? Was it good as as good as Sonic uh, Heroes create a character? Which one? No, could, which no, one? nowhere near as good. Sonic. Was that Sonic Heroes? I forget which one it was. No, it wasn't Heroes. It was uh... Sonic something. It's always Sonic something. Was it Sonic Boom? <laughs> No, it was a Sonic <laughs> Boom. But you know what I'm talking about. The one yeah. where you can make like some ridiculous Sonic characters. Yeah. It was basically like it was basically like you know, Neo Gaff Sonic fanfic. Like it was <laughs> the people at Sonic at Sega Studios or whoever makes You can just Sonic. call you can just call them Sonic Studios. The, the Sonic Studios. <laughs> whoever, whoever's over there is like, all right, how do we get people to buy our games? Well, I've been on the internet and people love making their Bunch own of fucking on typewriters. Their own Sonic <laughs> OC. So what if we just made a game? We'll go back ten years. What if we just made what, what's, what do we get people to buy this Sonic racing game? Well, people like Danica Patrick. <laughs> and Wreck-It Ralph. Uh-huh. So let's just make a game where they can make their own little Sonic character. <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder if Sega walked into the Disney boardroom and was like, listen, yes, you can use Sonic in Wreck-It Ralph. How much do we have to pay you? I don't want you to pay me. I want you to let me put Wreck-It Ralph and Sonic All-Star Racing. Sure thing. Have fun with that. <laughs> I'm sure it's so well. Yeah. You'll make your money back. Wink. Who, uh, who's winning in this situation? I don't know, but it's definitely not Disney. Let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> uh, gotta go fast. Fuck Sonic. Uh, so <laughs> what is your actual uh, next next in line, Mike? I don't know. Let's just fucking take control. Nice. Hey, just fucking take control. Woo! This guy gets control on Black Friday. I don't even think he was initially going to buy it. Were you going to initially buy it? I feel I, like... I, I don't think you were. There must have been a reason were. why I thought, like, oh, I should get this game. Because it was $15. It might have just been... So I picked it up, and I was like, I'm definitely buying Sekiro. And I'm, I think it was 20 25. maybe. It might have been 20 Yeah, I was like, I'm definitely buying Sekiro and Control. And Mike was like, Control's only 25 Oh, okay. And he just picked it up. And then Mike fucking steamrolled through it. Mike never does that. How many times does Mike buy a game? Never. And he's like, he played... <laughs> never. And then, and then he... And I guess who still has For Honor wrapped up in a package <laughs> on his shelf? This guy. Well, perfect. You don't have to open it now, Mike, because it's on Game Pass. I'm pretty sure. Now you get this gifted to someone. Oh. No, I think I, I think I open it install just so like, if I ever get rid of Game Pass and I actually play the game, then I can just fucking scoot on over to using the disc if I felt like continuing playing it. Yeah. That's my uh, thought process. Same thing with uh, Metal Gear Solid. I, one of the Metal Gears was like either free for games with gold or is on Game Pass or like that. Something that I also own physically. Metal Gear. Metal Gear. Um. So talk about control because obviously it spoke to you because again I, you start a lot of games and I feel like they kind of are very slow burns or you just kind of move away from them. but control was a game that I'd sign on to my Xbox and I'd be like Mike's fucking playing control yeah um, I want to get it man it looks it is good smart, it's yeah. for a game that I didn't think was gonna be my cup of tea like that that was I didn't bring this up earlier but that was the game that I'm now back into trying to get through it it is well. Mike, you take it away, because it's one of your picks. Uh, I, I don't know. It was just straightforward. <laughs> I, was, I mean, it's pro- it was just straightforward. It was just like, hey, listen, you got a gun. There are things coming at you. You it's shoot them. Sci-fi your gun just gun. reloads itself, <laughs> and it, right? your your like psychic powers just kind of regen themselves. So just, you know, have fun with it. Just knock these things out, clear the room, and Yeah, but there's there. plenty of games that have guns and powers and clear the room and get out. But there's something here for you, obviously. Like, What's here is that I bought it on Black Friday. Oh my god! But there's plenty of I games mean, you buy on Black Friday like, that you don't play. Yeah, but then it followed. But it also had those things that I just listed. Oh my god, Mike! There's other games I could have pointed out. Well, Let's without story beat spoilers because I don't want that because I'm playing the game. Mm-hmm. 
did the story yeah. speak to you? Like, was it an interesting story? Because for me so far, like, I'm probably halfway through the game now, and I'm, like, hooked on, like, what's going on? Like, why, like... I know Did why she, I know why no. she's there, but like, <laughs> no, not Brenton. Damn it! Um, like, I know why she's there and what she's trying to do, but like, how does this play out? Like, where do things go? And some of these characters are really shady. And in you know, what's the deal with this fucking upside down pyramid? And like, mm-hmm. what all this type of stuff? Like, was the story satisfying to you? Like, did it feel like a good like? I would. I guess it's a sci-fi thriller. I would maybe, maybe say it's a sci-fi thing. Um, if there's anything I can say is that maybe I didn't beat the game. I feel like I got to the end of it and I was like, wait, so does well, anything else happen? Well, so from what I've heard, again, I don't know the spoiler of the, of the story, but I've heard that the ending of the game is kind of the, the story falls flat a little bit. I didn't think so. I think I mean, for some people it doesn't yeah, really I get it. sum I get itself why, but... up well, and that might be why you feel like maybe you didn't complete the game. I don't yeah. know. I mean, yeah, because, I, I mean, that's, like, probably in my top game of the year was Control. Yeah. And, uh, I fucking loved it. Yeah. I think, I think for me, like, I'm I'm always, like, the guy that's, it's gameplay first. It's, like, if the game, like, for me, when I'm evaluating a game, it's, like, it's, like, 95% the gameplay and, like, how that feels to play the game and, and stuff like that and the, and the gameplay loops. And for me, like, Control has all of that, but also I'm, like, really hooked in the story, which are normally game stories I could take or leave. I'm not there for the yeah. story necessarily. I'm there for the gameplay. Mike, do you remember something at the towards the end? This isn't any spoilers, mm-hmm. but like you had to keep on fighting a wave of enemies, and then you hit one part, then you had to get over to the yes. other. Did you have a really hard time with that? I did. It was really tough. Uh, that I, was. I uh... did. But what actually? Yes, I had a tough time with that because like if I died, then I have to do that all, all over again. You have to go through it all. Yeah, dude, it was brutal. It, what was happening is that there were some things that I think I didn't see them. Like they weren't necessarily like. They clearly had a line of you sight have to like, me, You have like, to, like, survey what's going yeah. on, though. You so literally like have to go in there. So, they would hit me, like, twice, and yeah. I would die. I was like, oh, no. Um, yeah. I remember that. That was a yeah. thing. No. But what was weird about that is that I think that was, like, by the end of the game. So, like, that was difficult. It was very close to the end. That was difficult. And then to do something else, but that was, the next part was, like, just a cakewalk. Yeah, yeah no way near like, that. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah. And then the game was over. I, um, what I think the best thing about the game for me so far besides the story, I guess, would be, like, it, and I said this to Todd when I first started playing the game, and you fucking lost it on me. I was like, the game feels slippery. Like, it doesn't feel tight. <laughs> That's how all Remedy games are. It's but I, like GTA games. And, and I feel like the game still kind of feels that way, but the more I'm playing it, it feels like I'm, like, a little more numb to it. It's not bothering me. Not that it was bothering me before, but it was, like, something that stood out to me didn't feel super Once tight. Once you get the Superman flying power and everything, where you can, like, go like this and crash through walls. So... <laughs> My God, I want to play this game, so man. So I, w- I will just say that, like, <laughs> like what? The really? <laughs> the the action, like the using powers and like the dodging in the air, like yeah. all that stuff, just looks really. Dodges? It looks really fucking cool, but it just feel it feels so good. Like yeah. it's such a fun game to play. Um, and I love like I don't know why I love like I probably primarily like I use my gun a lot too, obviously, but I use like force pull and like force throw pretty much oh that's all i like, it's like a i control. love like hiding behind something then like picking up something and just fucking throwing at gas canisters and just tossing them yeah. in and... i it's unfortunate that i beat the game when i did only because like i started maxing out like literally all the, same yeah, all the things yeah. so, like i've got like other abilities now that right. i just like using like i'll tell you about it after but did you? Uh, what was your favorite gun that you? Well, I, I mean, I only ha- I only have two guns currently. Okay. I, and the shotgun's I pretty used, cool. I um, used 
shatter a lot. Yeah, is that the sniper? That's a shotgun. That's it's a shotgun. One. See, I use a sniper rifle like exclusively towards like the like last half of the game. I was trying to do that, but what ends up happening is that I just end up getting really close to somebody and just like hit him with, uh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, with the charge, like, yeah. especially with the hive. The hive really went down quick. Yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. healing thing. Yeah, got closer. I um. But like I, I also love like when they shoot rockets at you, like catching the rockets, oh, yeah, and then awesome. just throwing them. I, I yeah. just like the, the force like grab throw shit in this game. I don't know if Jedi Fallen Order you get powers like that no. at some point. You don't. No. It feels very Star Wars. It, it feels so good. Like yeah. I think you love. I think you would love this game. He was though. saying like, uh, do you get it, force throwing? You can like and pick shit? stuff off walls in the game. And then you pull it back, and you can throw it at people. Like you know. Oh like, yeah, you can't. Oh, yeah. You can't do that. You, you, can't you, get, you get a push and pull. You can pretty basically. much. You can pretty much. You can I would do that to people. Yeah. Yeah, I would say you can probably pick up most things and control. It's like, oh, oh there's a fucking a filing cabinet. All right, whoop, and just throw it at someone. Like you can pretty much pick up anything. Did either of you do the the side mission? I think it was a side mission because I feel like I I stumbled upon it by accident. Where the guy was staring at a refrigerator. I did that one, okay, yeah, yeah but too. not that one. Did you do the one where you have to get the object of power that was, um, it was like a merry-go-round like horse Yes, thing? I did it, okay. yeah. Okay. I just like, I like that power. Yeah, the dodging in the air and stuff. Was that that one? Merry-go-round is like, it's your, it's your, what power are you it's your about? dodge, dodge forward um, or dodge in the air. That's merry-go-round. Did you ever get C's? Which one's that? Well, you can take people over? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that one's awesome. That's not merry-go-round. I don't have that. Whatever okay, that is. I'm sorry. I, I like that one. <laughs> I do too. Anyways, the game's great. And I'll, the last thing I'll say about Control, because I kind of, the more I'm playing it now, I started playing it again this week, it's like slowly creeping up to be like, fuck, this could be maybe my game of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, is, again, for someone who doesn't personally care too much about narrative as much in stories, or not, not, not even necessarily cinematography in video games, but I feel like the cinematography in this game is like very well done and like, very movie like and it it's just yeah. like I love well, it's like live action mixed with like you it, know like in that part's really good but it's not even just that it's it's also just like the like when it gets to cutscenes and it's like the way it's like all right it'll be you know is Emily the like director girl yeah like, I so like it's like that girl will be like standing and it's like she's kind of in the shadows with like a light shining on one side and like your character is talking about her and it's I don't know it's like the way it's shot is not typical video game at least not games that I play and I'm like this is fucking fantastic I just to get to the headphone scene that I was talking to Mike about because yeah. it's a great scene like the first time that you get the phone to go to the, the phone and like talk to the, the old director or whatever like I don't know there, there's so, so much shit here and it's not a spooky game like I'm not a that's not a scary but game but the sound like design it, in that game is really fucking good and like, it, it, good and also it's kind of spooky yeah um, it's like you guys are talking about a movie it is kind of it, no it is really good like it's it's a lot of things that I normally don't care about in games but it's done so well I'm like this is fucking amazing um, but yeah, like I, I wouldn't call it a spooky game, mm-hmm. but like there's definitely like the yeah, hiss, like the creepy, noise that hiss like, makes yeah. are, are kind of whatever. But uh, like this could have very easily been a horror game, and I, if it was a horror game, I probably would never would have played it. So I'm so happy it's not because yeah. it's so good. Um, Joe, what else you got on your list? Uh, Bloodstain, Ritual of the Night, baby. Yeah. Hell yeah. Let's talk about I that. I mean, as a Castlevania Symphony of the Night fanboy, friggin' lover, this game hit. All those points of Castlevania Symphony of the Night. It was like like an homage, like a love story, you know, like a love song for, for that game. Yeah. And yeah, man, I mean, another one. It was like Kickstarter. I was waiting a long time for this, reading all about it. And finally, when I got it, it's like, you know, it hit all the right points. Yeah. Gameplay is wicked fun. Um, 
Yeah. So, like, basically, like, if you were all about Castlevania Symphony of the Night, you were already familiar with this game. You know? Yeah. Like, you know, like, all, like, a lot of the same puzzles and everything. You're like, I know how to get this one. I know how to get there. You know, it's pretty much the same thing. Mm. Yeah. But, yeah, that game, that game was awesome. And I, I mean, I wish there was, like, more DLC and everything like that, but we'll see what happens. Did you finish it? <clears throat> yeah, I finished it. I'm only like a quarter of the way through that game. I, I it's on Game Pass, so I need to play. I downloaded it, but I haven't started well, playing see, it. Well, see, when you get to a certain point, uh, and you think you found the ending, and you think that's the boss fight, you're wrong, because just like Symphony of the Night, oh spoilers. There's, there's a, <laughs> no, dude, like you have to do another path, and then it's like four more levels that you you missed out on. So what you have to, once you do all that, then you finally meet the real boss, and yeah, so it makes it makes you backtrack and a lot of backtrack and a lot of all that stuff. Yeah, all right, pretty dope. I uh, what are you both giggling, texting each other? Don't worry about that. <laughs> Jesus Christ, um, it's a long story that doesn't need to okay. be said out loud. There's it literally is nonsense. So I will. I will go with this as my next one. I will probably have to say, uh, yeah, I'll go with this one. Cadence of Hyrule. Another game that like absolutely spoke to me on so many levels, partially because it's a, it's a Zelda game and partially because it's a fucking music rhythm game. And there's literally not a thing about this game that I can say bad. Like it, it was like, perfectly executed the only negative thing like to dig for something negative to say about it the only negative thing i can say about the game is that uh kind of similar to what you guys were saying about control there's a fine did you beat it though uh, Todd? no uh so there's a final boss fight in two parts the first part very difficult the second part is so easy it's like why is why, why is this not reversed why is it like this uh that would be the only thing i would say is like the final final fight is like kind of lackluster compared to the previous fight right literally right before it that's a lot more challenging um but it's it's i mean if you played crypt the necrodancer it has a lot of similarities to it obviously the gameplay is designed around the same thing um crypt the necrodancer is also roguelike uh or roguelite so you you die you start from the beginning you lose a lot of your progression there's some things you can buy and stuff like that to like save certain things but you pretty much lose everything where in uh, Cadence of Hyrule, there's pretty much most of the things you acquire, you keep. Uh, you, I think one of the only things you lose is your currency. Everything else you keep. Um, and then the map resets. So you don't have to... You don't have to uncover the map again, but all the enemies that were in the map respawn. Um but if you want a different map layout, you can start a new file, and like every time you start a new game, the map is shuffled around, so it's not always the same playthrough. But it, it like the music, f- first of all, is like Sayonara is one thing. The music in this game is also so good, and it, not only is it we're taking classic Zelda music and remixing it, it's we're taking classic Zelda music it, music and remixing it three times because there's. The, like when you go into you know one part of the game it'll be when there's enemies there there's a combat theme version of that song and then when you clear their stage it'll be a peaceful version of that song 
but then there's like storekeepers that you can come across and if you come across storekeepers then there's a vocal version of that song so the people that made the soundtrack or the people that brace each other games they had to make so many music tracks and then they had to make three versions of each of those music tracks so it's like for someone that loves music and obviously i love zelda music even more it's like so much music and so much love and detail that went into it it's like insane how much music is in the game yeah i watched your gameplays i mean yeah it looked a lot of fun yeah no i i had a blast with it i i like could not put that game down um i started it's one of the only games of this year that i finished it and immediately started a second playthrough because i was like i need to play more of this game i'm not done with it um i 100 percent in my first playthrough to get all the items and stuff like that um Oh, the game is so good. I like. I can't stop thinking about it. That and Sayonara for me are two of the games that like haven't left my brain all year. I just those two games are phenomenal for me. Uh, I don't know. I know you played it too, Don, uh, Todd. I don't know how you're feeling about it. Uh, no, I liked it a lot. It just kind of got lost in the shuffle of games. Yeah. Because I remember I was, there was a lot during that time. Too. I think I bought it during vacation. We were on vacation. I remember like when Amanda and Liam went to bed. I was like rallying it in the mm-hmm. night in the cape. But uh, yeah, no, I thought it was great um, for my first time playing that style of game. But I actually, I, talking about it now, I'm like fuck. I it's so good i loved it like i i it it was for me personally as like a person that loves music i also like rhythm games and i love zelda it was like three things i love wrapped into one done very well um i will say if you're like maybe turned off by the rhythm part of it you can turn that part of the game off. i heard it's not as bad as crypt of the necrodancer though i heard this one's like way more like easy uh this one's more forgiving yeah. crypt of the necrodancer is a lot more difficult uh more challenging for sure um, but it's a Zelda game, so I think they purposely tried to make it a little bit more, um, like, open. Yeah. Um, but they also, again, you can turn off the rhythm part of it, so you, like, the game moves on your pace. So, like, basically, you have to move to the music, and the enemies are also moving to the music. So they're always moving to the music. You can learn their patterns by knowing which type of enemy it is, so you know how they move. But if you don't move properly to the music, you, like you will like uh miss attacks or like you you won't be able to like play as well um and the enemy will get the upper hand but if you're playing on beat to the music you get like buffs and like combos and like you get more rupees and stuff like that so i i fucking love that game i jesus christ it's so good um where are you at todd um i feel like we touched upon most of my top games of the year but um i had a couple runners runners up um my friend pedro um, I fucking love that game. It's like a game you can just drop in and out of. It's like a theme for me this whole time. Every game yeah. I've been saying is like super easy to jump in and out of. And that game, like, I could see like people not liking the controls their first time playing it, but once you get used to it, and once I played it on Xbox, I loved it on the Switch, but it felt even better on a, like with having a controller controller. But I don't know, like, if people realize later in that game, you start getting like sniper rifles, you get shotguns, you get like crazy AR guns with rocket launchers and everything mm-hmm. on them, and, uh, it's it's not an easy game it's hard to get like above a, a b rank in that game it's so it's like it takes like a lot of like patience but uh yeah the game's fun that i thought it was fun as hell um and it goes back to like just being able to like i can pick that up and play it for a fucking yeah 15 20 minutes and you don't forget anything you can just mm-hmm. try to beat scores and stuff uh another one of my runners runners up would be luigi's mansion as well which the, the reason some of these games are in my runner up uh because i haven't finished them and I'm like haven't played enough, but I finally started getting to the cooler levels of Luigi's Mansion recently, yeah. and it's the, the Luigi's Mansion is so good. And like the Guigi, you think that would be a gimmick, but it's actually like 
really cool how that it adds good depth yeah it adds good depth like you forget like you're like i'll be hard stuck for like five minutes i'm like oh i'm a fucking idiot just guigi yeah you know like but then you still got to go solve that puzzle um and and the other one i was going to say was death stranding um i just didn't play enough of it because i didn't want to i felt like i was trapped in between so many games when that game came out and i got really into it but and then you had to do a certain part and goes no no i haven't well i I have one issue with a bridge thing but i figured it out recently actually and i'm like fuck good now i can get back into this game um and i talked to a friend how was your shipping and handling yeah i talked i talked to a friend who uh, who beat the game and at first he was so turned off by it and i liked it from the beginning uh and he's like dude it's one of the best games i've ever played once he said like once that game opens up but i'm a little nervous because i like the beginning and i don't necessarily want combat but he was telling me there's these really cool weapons that aren't necessarily like violent weapons. They kind of like subdue people and everything. And yeah. It's kind of like he says Price it opens. He's like yeah. Sticker. He's like he's like it opens up like Metal <laughs> Gear Five kind of like with like you can just like balloon people shit like that and yeah. everything and like you kind of go into those camps. But yeah, I think uh, after the new year, I'm definitely gonna dig into that game because I'm really interested in the story as well. Um, yeah, and I've had fun with what I've played of it. I don't mind. It's it's it can be tough though, and it can be a little stressful especially with that baby crying. Mm-hmm. But like once you get to like the areas where it starts raining and like you got to maintain your the, the stuff on your back, you got to make sure you're carrying a spray that like cuz the the rain erodes your packages, so you got to spray backwards, but carrying spray adds extra baggage on you so you're fucking balance. It's like a whole like it's like it's a lot of inventory management and it's not really usually my thing, but I'm kind of enjoying this game and like what it, it's 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 like nothing I've ever played. Yeah. And I think that's kind of why I like it so much. But yeah, I just gotta. I haven't had a chance. To... I can just picture Liam. Whoa! All right. Yeah. I mean, Death Stranding's a game, I guess. Uh, Dom, where about you? Anything else on your on your list here, or honorable mentions, or anything? Mm, Overwatch or Switch. I mean, technically, it came out this year. No, nothing else. All out. Everything uh, else that I played this year was mostly like older. Older games, games yeah. Or games that like I'm being introduced to because they're on the Switch now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what about yourself, Miguel? Anything else? Nope, I'm done. All right. Joseph? Iceborne! Yay! Talk about it. The game? Oh, it wait. Is. Cuphead DLC. Oh. <laughs> oh, shit. 2020's coming up. God. They never said it was coming out in 2020. They did say it was coming out in 2019, though. They did. Oh, my God. Listen, but to be fair, Cuphead also got pushed back multiple times. So. I don't care. I don't care. Let it... Come on, man. Give Take us, your time. Give us a perfect product. It's, it's going to be perfect anyways. Take your time, man. It's fine. It's fine. I'm just convinced I'll never get past the Queen Bee. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I still haven't beat it on the Switch. You're a fake gamer. Dude. You're because... a fake Cuphead fan. Have you beat it, Dom? <clears throat> I haven't played it for... See, on the Xbox, you know, I beat it on... You know, I got the expert and stuff like that. Uh, the first aisle, um, mostly a lot of expert... Like, you know, get all the S's and all that stuff. But, yeah, as for the Switch, I tried just running through it, you know? And, like, I didn't do the running gun missions and stuff like that, yeah. you know? Like, I, I didn't go I back. I didn't get all the weapons. I just ran through the shit. Now I'm in the casino and I'm fucked. I'm like, dude, I can't yeah. beat that. All right. <laughs> but Cuphead didn't... Well, I mean, I guess it came out on Switch this year, but... Well, sure. you have anything else for this year's games or no? Uh, I mean, you can you can make a case for Iceborne. No, There's man, people that love it. No, make a case I'm for pretty, Iceborne. I'm pretty boring. I play like one or two games. Make a shit. case for Iceborne. Make I want to hear. I want to hear your reasoning as to why Iceborne deserves to be part of the conversation. All right. Uh they gave us all this free DLC for a whole year, and then finally they said you got to pay 
for, you know, an expansion. But, all right, you pay for it. It was like a whole different game. Yeah. It was like literally just an extra game on top of... How much was this? It was 40 bucks. Oh, 40 bucks, but it's worth it. And they're yeah. still giving us DLC, but it was just... What yeah. did they add in the DLC? Is it just monsters or like what? what yeah, what all, new, all new monsters. And then uh, that final boss fight was fucking crazy. It was like one of the craziest boss fights I've ever heard. Like, they just threw threw you in there. Yeah. You know? After Ruiner Nergi Godsei, you fight the real boss. And I don't want to spoil it or anything like that, but... Yeah. You can spoil it. I don't think anyone at this table cares too much. No. <laughs> Todd, you're not going to play Iceborne. Yo, you're not even going to play Monster Hunter World again. Yeah, well, let's jump on. I'll, wow. I'll go on. Dom's further than both of us. Play, oh, I forgot Dom played with us too on that. Dom was fucking beasting. That game was fun. I, I had a good time. Dom was the first one with like the Illus armor and everything like that. I'm like, how the hell? So then, whatever. Yeah, you went to Fast PS4. Forward, you, and you, just... you abandoned ship. You went to PlayStation. Get out of here. Yeah. Trash. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I had a whole lot of crew on the PlayStation. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Then they all fell apart too. Now there's only one that's left. Choose the how it goes. That's what happened with Overwatch. <laughs> Dude. Uh... But yeah, Iceborne is still played to this day, man. And I, like, I never. Monster Hunter was always out, but I always looked at it like you know a 3DS game and all that stuff, you know, yeah. even the Vita and everything like that. But I never really. I don't think it was just like Vita. you know whatever. Like I never really knew what it was or anything like that. And like I never would think that I'll be such a freaking Monster Hunter fiend right now. Like that's all I think about that game, you know. Yeah, but pretty much, yeah. Buy I... it, play it. Enjoy me. Add me. This is awkward. PlayStation. Um, I will throw out my one other nomin- uh, honorable mention. And the only reason why I'm not putting it in my like full-fledged like favorite games of the year discussion at the moment is because uh, I, um, I haven't finished the game yet, but I fully intend to go back and finish it. And that is Fire Emblem Three Houses. That game, like, I've always been into Fire Emblem. I've enjoyed those games. I like those types of strategy games uh, in general. But Fire Emblem's always been, like, a game that I, I go I go to, I gravitate towards. Um, but this one, like, especially with the lack of Persona on Switch, this added a lot of Persona-type elements to, to the game. A lot of, like, you know... Relationship building, going through like the routine of like the school. And yeah, like that. a lot of like stuff that like you can make if if it's done poorly, and not that it's done flawlessly. I, I think the game does have some issues actually, mm-hmm. um, and maybe some pacing stuff. But I think overall, like I kind of overlook some of that because it's fun. At least I'm enjoying the loop of like, all right, I'm gonna like train my students this week, and like, okay, this week I'm gonna like spend my stuff to do side battles or whatever. Like, there, there's things, there's choices to be made, and and they affect. Your, your stats your relationships and stuff like that and i like that balance i like the mix the the gameplay is really good like i like moving around my units and like making those you know decisions and stuff like that and it's definitely not easy um and i'm also playing it on the like traditional mode where if someone dies they die and they're dead yeah. so like all of my decisions carry weight, so like I try to play very carefully and strategically so that no one dies. And this is my first Fire Emblem game. This is like my yeah. year of my first for Nintendo. Franchise. I know, yeah, you're playing a lot. Uh, of but I liked it a lot. Um, I still haven't beat it yet, but um, yeah. 
I've got I played it the way you played it too, traditional, and I've already lost like three team members, and I'm getting to the point now I haven't recruited anyone. Oh, I'm like, you're fucked. Oh, you so, haven't even gone to the time skip yet? Uh, no. So like, I just beat like the dark guy on the horse and like the like that part. Yeah. With like, I didn't realize that I should have way more people behind me because I've lost so many people. Yeah. So I beat it with like six people. Oh my god! <laughs> and Wait, it took me so you, long. I do you? Like, know the spoil like you know what happens in the game i know there's like a i i, I feel like try to avoid spoilers but i kind like, of already kind of know okay. i feel like my dude dimitri's you know i really don't give a fuck gonna go to the dark side <laughs> well i haven't finished the game so i don't know all the story I just saw beats a picture, but like dimitri went to the dark side listen i'm not gonna say anything all i'm gonna say is that there's like there's a point in the game it's probably right where, after where i'm at where i don't believe you can recruit anyone else because shit goes down so I would, like, I spend... So, like, I don't know where I, to go to, like, find, like, these berries that they want and shit, like, on these missions. That, like, I feel like it's not clearly laid out, like, where to go to get the what shit. What berries? Well, I don't know, like, it's like, if people, you want to recruit people, it's like... Yeah, you're gonna take them on tea dates, baby. Are you taking them on tea dates? Yeah, I think so. I think I've done some stuff with it. Actually, I'm trying no, you to... just go... Yo, you know, have you like, not had tea I'm with trying anyone? to get that, uh, that older lady who's the, uh... Oh, I, I've but you can't recruit... I'm pretty I've, sure you can recruit any I've character. T- I've taken her on, like, five tea dates, so, you know. <laughs> Todd's found Todd's found like the the stereotypical like slutty slutty anime character and he's trying to take him on tea dates and stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Where is he? Let's find a picture of her. Um, Manuela. Manuela. I I um I've recruited probably like four or five people. I I, I try to like even out my squad with like types of characters that I don't have a lot of. Um, because I I picked Edelgard's route. Um. But yeah, it's a fantastic game, and I'll have a better. Oh my god! <laughs> I, I, picked, uh, I picked Isengard. Uh, nope. You kicking Hobbit's Isengard? Right. But uh, yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at with that. The two when towers. I, I I got you, but no. Um, two towers, three houses. It all adds up. Uh, and four Christmases. It rhymes, right? Like poetry. Um, but yeah, I, when I finish the game, I'll have a, a a more fleshed out opinion on it. But I so far I love it. Like I would highly recommend yeah, it. Yeah, that's who I've been trying to wipe you out. <laughs> if you're into R- RTS, you know tactical tactical RPGs, it's definitely definitely up on the list I of things I would saying, check out. If you're into art, look at this picture that Todd just queued up. Nope, I would not. I would not. All right, so we'll uh, we'll take a. So we're gonna we're gonna wrap we're gonna wrap up this conversation here, and we're gonna we're gonna move along to our game of the decade conversation. But we'll continue that on the next episode of the podcast. As always, you can find all of our content at pastthecontroller.io on Twitter and on Instagram at pastcontroller, and on Twitch at twitch.tv/pastcontroller. If you're a friend of the show, fan of the show, and want to help support the show, you can do that by going to pastthecontroller.threadless.com and getting some dope swag, some merch for us. If you want to uh, become a patron, you can go to patreon.com slash pass the controller. And uh, yeah, we'd appreciate all the support, the feedback, the love. Uh, leave a review on iTunes. If you can do that, that would be fantastic. And uh, thank you for listening, as always, to this week's episode, episode 175 of the Pass the Controller podcast. Thank you. Yeah.